We talk to him. Hey, talk to him. Hey, talk to him. Yo, what's good, everybody? I'm Kari. And this is Dayla. And welcome to episode 18 of The Bridge. Oh, you was on top of it because I definitely didn't know what number it was. I be knowing. <laughs> I'm going to get them wrong eventually, but I be knowing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so welcome back. We've been gone for a cool minute. About three weeks. Yeah. Oh, it's been longer than three weeks. Yes. It's been longer than that, for sure. Okay, Maybe. Yeah. Even right. if it was, it felt like a long yeah, three weeks. Like Even if it was. Right, right, right. So, but we're back and we are trying to give y'all some new content sooner uh, than last time. We yeah, were we just, just taking a little bit. Life happens. And that's my <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. So we have some guests in the building today. Indeed. Some really, really special guests. This was like when we first started this podcast, this was like one of our like top of the list. Top of the list, like dream guests, right. like as far as Bay Area people go. Right. So <laughs> Uh, this is actually exciting for us. Right. Seriously, yeah, like it, it really was. For real, it really is. <laughs> like I get them on the podcast. We want to introduce you guys to the founders of the one and only Trap Art. So, can you guys introduce yourselves for the audience? My name is Jesse Brooks, and I'm Amina Brooks. Yes, yes, yes. So, for those, first of all, thank you for coming. Thanks, right. for, Thanks having for having us. We really appreciate it. Um, so, for those who don't know what trap art is, can you just give them a little bit of a breakdown? Okay. I mean, yeah. It's, it's so it's basically we do events, um, and <clears throat> it's basically the events are a combination of an art show. So you got artists showing their artwork. You have like clothing designers <laughs> vending their clothes. And then we mix that with like a party type feel. So it's not just like an art show. Um, and then it's grown kind of past an event. So now we, we're kind of like a real community of like artists, uh, dope people. We got a magazine. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of like a movement right now. And, and so we're just trying to keep building, keep pushing. Um, but yeah, we mainly do events. And that's how we started with the events. And we're still doing it. That's what's up. Yeah. So we've both been to Trap Art before right. and it's really fun. If you haven't been or if you haven't heard of it, you should really check it out. It's a really dope event. Um, it's hella fun. If you're into art, even if you're not into art, like go out and get some coaching. Like, it's, yeah. it's really a good time. And you right. really do like find find out about a lot of stuff you didn't know about, a lot of artists, a lot of local stuff going on. So right. it's it's a real good time. Um, and so how did Trap Art start? Where did this come from? So we've been doing events, it's not trap art, just events since 2011. Um, and so in 2013, um, we were already doing events at 111 Mena Gallery, which is where trap art started in San Francisco. Um, and we had just a couple people ask us, could they put some art up at the party? It was already a party happening. Mm -hmm. And we were actually calling the party at that time Trap Holiday. <laughs> and it was called that because there was like a little genre of music called trap back then that wasn't the trap that we're playing now. It was more like electro-y dubstep mixed with hip hop. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of more so targeted towards like young college kids. Mm -hmm. So that was one of our markets. So we, um, it was trap holiday, it was popping, it was fun. Um, and then we just started having, you know, little bits of art in there. And then we just kind of, we watched a documentary on uh, Basquiat, who was an artist mm -hmm. um, on Netflix one night. It just, Saw it, it was dope. Um, and we're like, oh, we should have people like, you know, paint at the parties. So we got some supplies and people were able to paint at the party. 
And then we just changed it to art instead of holiday. Right. And then it just happened after that. That's what's up. Yeah, no, no, that, that, no that's a, it's a great idea. Uh, well, I remember when we were first looking at it, I kind of feel like the beginning stages of trap art is when we were beginning to talk about doing the podcast. And, um, and I remember uh, seeing it and I was thinking to myself, like, how, uh, damn, I forgot my question that quick. <laughs> that quick, I forgot it. But um, just talk about like some of the struggles of starting tra- trap art. That was my question. Like, mm-hmm. how, how are they going to be able to, this was, yeah, how are they going to be able to, you know, get this party type vibe and mix it in with like art and things <clears throat> like that? Like, is it a sustainable yeah. concept? Well, so, I mean, in terms of the struggles, like, like how she kind of touched on it, um, she kind of touched on it how at the beginning we was doing like a different type of trap, so a different type of market. So right. like basically when we first start doing parties, okay, we're, we're African-American. We're trying to do parties in San Francisco. They don't let, they're not letting you do them type of parties. They're not letting you do hip hop parties. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have to do house and electro parties. So we have to, so that makes, so first it's like, all right. We wanna we wanna be able to make money doing parties. We wanna be able to make money without working. We want we don't wanna work for nobody. We wanna mm-hmm. do our own thing. So we this we wanna be able to sustain ourselves, make money. So all right, we have to do a party. Um the only way we're gonna be able to do parties is if we adapt to their rules, the venues in right. San Francisco rules. Right. So that's no hip hop. So now we're tapping into a crowd that we don't even know. So that's that in itself was a huge struggle because um, like I said, we're we're trying to get a crowd to come to our events who isn't really our crowd in right. terms of like San Francisco, you know. So we're really ch- working real hard trying to do that, and I mean, but we're able. We find a way how to do it. Um, but that was just tough back in those days mm-hmm. before trap art. That was just tough because it was like pulling teeth to get people right. to come to parties, um, different crowds, and we didn't really have a a brand back then. We were trying to make a brand. But it just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. Because we didn't, we weren't in the network. Like, we we didn't know these people. Like, Mm -hmm. we were just literally like, okay, like, let's find this group of people and this group of people and Mm -hmm. get them to come to a party. And, I mean, it worked, but it was really hard and, like, lots of work and lots of, like, meeting with people that I don't know, like, in random cafes and, Mm -hmm. like, trying to sell this idea to them, like, come, bring your friends, you know, it's going to be fun. And we did it, but but, we're glad it's all Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, but then once, once we started, like, doing... The, incorporating the art, um, that pretty much changed everything. Like once we incorporated the art, and like I said, even our first trap holidays and trap arts weren't the demographic they are now. Um, but once we started incorporating that, just I think art just bring dope people together. Right. And so that's I feel like once we did that, that's when the like it 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 wasn't so hard to get people to want to come rock with us. Um, it it was pretty. It was easier, and it just it, we just start um, drawing people together, like like minded people, um, and that's that's kind of the art. I feel like really helped tie it all in, tied in the hustle to where it was like it it was cool. Yeah, right. I think I was like I was saying. I think it's a great idea because not only do you know people want to go out, people want to have fun, so it's an excuse to go to a party. But at the same time, it's a platform for you know any aspiring artists or somebody who's just willing to step out their comfort zone just mm-hmm. a little bit and just to show off their art. So. Mm-hmm. I think that's great for, for sure. sure. Appreciate it. 
So you guys talked about the humble beginnings and the struggle, but now Trap Art is really expanding. Like you said, you guys have a magazine, and I know you guys are going, branching off to other cities. You've been to LA and things like that, but... Sorry. Allergies. Mm -hmm. Allergies. <laughs> how, how important is it to you guys to really stay authentic since you said you started the, of something that you weren't really, you know, into personally? So going on now and expanding the brand, how important is it to keep it authentic and keep it like, you know, the traditional trap art? I think that's like one of the main things that just makes it go. I mean, I feel like we're, we're super real. Like we just kind of... We, everything we do, we kind of are just thinking about like our community, the artists that are with us and like we want the brand, the brand is kind of dope because it is authentic. It's just, it's real. It's like, mm -hmm. there's no, there's no hidden nothing. It's just like, you come, you show your art, there's no fees. It's just, it's easy, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think as we go to different places, we're just going to keep that going. And there's artists all over the place right. that, that we're able, I mean, we've been able to tap in with a lot of artists in Atlanta. That's going to be our next one that we haven't done yet. Um, and they're excited for it. And I think it's going to be, each city's going to have um, probably a different feel to it because it's a yeah. different city. Right. But we're going to bring the same, our same vibe, basically. Nice. So um, talk about how you guys transitioned from San Francisco to start having trap art in Oakland. Like, how did that come about? I mean, I think it was just a natural, like, it was just natural. I mean, you know, we, we've been doing them in San Francisco. Um and that kind of came about because we were doing parties in San Francisco right. before Trap Art. So yeah. we were already in San Francisco. But once people start coming to Trap Art, it's like most of the people who come to Trap Art are coming from the East Bay. So most people either from Oakland, Vallejo, just out this way. So, I mean, it was just, it, like I said, it was pretty natural. Like it, it's just the next step in um, venue now that it's complex, complex um, is a pretty big venue. Um, and so it just was, it just like I said, it's just natural. And I feel like, you know, it's easier for people to come to Oakland. Definitely. It's bigger. Um, so I think it was just a, another place for us to do it. And I mean, we from Oak, every, we from Oakland, so might as well do this it in sense. Oakland. It makes sense. It's easier yeah, for you yeah. not to cross the bridge. To, <laughs> we hate going to San Francisco now unless we have to go to Trevor. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> so annoying. It's traffic definitely and a trick. Like. Traffic out here is almost, it's almost like LA. It's, it's getting so to that bad. point. Terrible. I've never seen 580 like that. 580's never had traffic. No. And now there's always now. traffic on yeah, 580. Yeah, at mm -hmm. any type time of the day. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so stay where you at. Like. <laughs> Stop right. trying to move to Oakland. Everybody don't need to be here. Like, we good. We got enough. Like, we good, right? Yes, like, we got enough. Like, they throwing up enough of these apartment buildings yeah. that people can't afford. Like, we don't need no more of those. Condos. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Condos. Yeah. That apartments. Right. They're going to start calling them high rises and shit. At all. Like, <laughs> For sure. That's hilarious. So, how did you, uh, how did you guys get to start doing like magazines and fashion shows like was this always a part of the plan or was this like you know just keep developing trying to keep building the brand and finding new innovative ways to you know yeah I create. think um with both of those things as somebody who's kind of on our team just kind of was like oh it would be dope to do this mm -hmm. you know it's two different people and and um with the magazine I mean we meet so many cool people. Like right. we come in contact with so many amazing people all the time, and um, it's kind of nice to have it somewhere, right? You know, like tangible, right? And so, someone had kind of brought the idea up to us, um, and then we just executed it. You know, we were like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. And um, I also just a little side note on me: um, 
I I went to school. I went to Berkeley for um, communication, and I tried to get into uh, Columbia Journalism School, and I got put on the wait list, and then I didn't get in after that. Um, and that was back in 07 when I graduated from college. And so it's just, I didn't even really think about this till like we started doing the magazine and I was like, I have my own magazine now. <laughs> right. oh, that's I can write my own. Right. Yeah. Right. So you guys didn't want me, but now I have my own magazine. <laughs> yeah. so, huh. so it's just like, I've always been into, into like journalism and, and stuff like that. So when it came to edit the magazine and do that, I'm, I'm super into it. And it's like my third child. I have two real ones, but the magazine is like like a baby to me. Like I have a lot of fun like formatting it and organizing it and editing it. So yeah. something that I think was just naturally going to happen. Although we hadn't really thought about it when we first started the brand. Right. That's what's up. And what the fashion up. shows, I mean. Yeah. yeah. The fashion show, same way um, somebody just mentioned it to us. Nitty, Nitty mentioned us the fashion show. He's our photographer. And then Jamon Drew was the magazine. Uh, but with the fashion show, it's like, I just think... Um, we we have rehearsals and with the magazine we like we do all these photo shoots but I just I just think it's also a good way for us to like work with people and right. like to actually really work with people and I think that's just like something that I always wanted to do is just really like okay we do events but it's like all right we don't want to just do events and never see the people again right. it's like no we want to have working relationships with people and create stuff with people I think that's how you get the the team bigger that's how you get is stronger is when you really work with people to produce something and then you see it producing it it is well then I think that just makes everything stronger. Definitely. Nice. Definitely. That's crazy cuz I'm like a comm student too. So mm-hmm. I know Columbia's like three. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Columbia's like Columbia, Medill and Northwestern. Yeah. Like Newhouse, Syracuse and then like USC Edinburgh. Like those are like the tops. So when you said Columbia, I was already knowing like, woo, yeah. like Columbia is intense. Like, I know. I spent so much time on that application and I, and I got the letter back and I was like, oh. Yeah. And like, they were like, at least wait on this. I'm like, I know, but it's not it. It's not, I'm not in. And uh-huh. so, and then I never got in after that. So it's cool though. Well, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Right. Just got to stun on them real quick. Like, <laughs> watch, one day you're going to be on, at a panel at Columbia and then they're going to be like, you could tell that story Half in front of, of the whole story. audience. <laughs> wait list. Right. <laughs> what wait list? Right. Your wait list. No, that's that's what's up though. So you guys mentioned your children. So how is it balancing family and trap art? It's easy. It's yeah. easy. I feel like it's it's it adds um having children adds um you got to be really on point in terms of like schedule, um, structure, and I just feel like um, it just makes me want to go harder. And makes, like I said, it's just you have to be on a schedule with children. So it's like you can't push things to the side. You really have to be on a schedule. So I feel like it has actually helped, in my opinion, help elevate us. Um, it helped us. It just helped elevate us, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, our oldest is getting ready to be three in November, and I feel like we've done a lot like since she's been here and then our little one is turning one next month so they're just 18 months apart and I feel mm-hmm. like during that time we've done a lot of stuff and like he said it's almost like you look at your day like okay I have an hour to do this because they're gonna be taking a nap and then I have to do this and it's like you don't you have to like when you don't have kids you're kind of just like for us at least we would just be like okay we all just get up you know just do whatever and you can't do that anymore there's a very like everything routine. is scheduled and routine yeah, yeah. right 
she said, how is it balancing uh, parenting? How is it like balancing your own relationship? You know, like working with each other. Is it like, do you guys get to spend time like, you know, away by each other? Or is like spending time with your kids just like the time you guys spend with each other? No, we we have um, some pretty amazing moms. So his mom actually lives across the street from us, his parents do. So she does still, they both still work full time. So it's not like we could just drop them off anytime. (laughs) Um, And my mom lives pretty close to us also. She is retired, but she's always doing something. So we we do have times when we can take the kids, Mm -hmm. you know, if we want to go have like a little date night or whatever. But I mean, a lot of times we just want to like get in our bed and watch Netflix or something, (laughs) you know? And so the good thing is, is um, he's he's actually responsible for this. I'm going to give you credit for this. Both of the kids are on an amazing (laughs) sleeping schedule. So they sleep and it's been this way for like, what, four or five months now? Oh, yeah. yeah, almost six months maybe. What you talking about, Ace? Yeah, eight. the little one, yeah. They sleep through the night. So uh. we put them down at eight. They don't wake up till seven. Ooh. So we've got, and they sleep in their own room. Okay. They just do their thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. And right. So, so I think that that's like super helpful, just like that they're not, like they, they have their time. We have our time, you know? So I don't feel like we don't have time together. I feel right. like we definitely yeah. do. I mean, we around each other yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. So being Oakland bred and trap art really being a product of the Bay Area with gentrification happening and that being a huge deal right now. And like we mentioned earlier with Oakland changing, people moving in, even the city probably changing a lot more than Oakland at the moment, to be honest. But how does that contribute to what you're doing and the effect you want to have on the community and really keeping the artists like really keeping that artist culture thriving or helping to keep? that culture thriving in Oakland. Yeah, I mean it's definitely changing. Um but yeah, I think I think just in general what we try to push is just uh for people to create dope things. And really I feel like that's the best answer for anything is I got a podcast, you know, let's get famous off this podcast. That way whatever the prices are, you still, you could come in and buy buy a Oakland house and so I that's kind of like the the way I feel about it. It's like, you know, Things are changing. You can't control something. You can't control all these other things, but you can control what you do and, and how and, and you know it, trying to make something, um, whatever you're trying to make, whatever you're trying to do. Um, and I guess that's kind of like how we feel. Like we we just want you know like we embrace you know our people, and we want, just want them to be the best that they could be. So that way, you know, I mean, if you be the best, I mean. We could afford them houses one day. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what you think. Yeah, and I agree with what you're saying. And just kind of to add to it more, even on like a, just like an emotional level and like people's morale, like I feel like, you know, we can't control who's our president. We can't control who's moving here, who's doing what. But like he said, we can control like what we do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think art is a great outlet for that. And not even just art, just being an entrepreneur. So like if you want to make candles or if you want to make jewelry or whatever it is, like we want to give you an opportunity to have a platform to do that. You know, so we just want people to work on themselves and not maybe worry so much about whatever else is going on because all you can control is yourself. So if you can make something dope out of yourself and be successful with it, then I think that's really what we're we're striving people to do. Yeah, I think, and I think trap art is important because, like Dela said, there's a lot of changes not only in Oakland but just in the Bay Area period. But so then, when you have people who come from different places or people who have questions about the Bay Area, you can lead them to trap art and be like, "This is a part of 
things that haven't changed. You know what I mean? This was a part of the the heart mm-hmm. of the Bay Area before the changes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I feel like it's even more more important because, you know, there's so many changes that we're going through, but you got these staples that are here that will remind people like, okay, like they're still around, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Things like that. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. For sure. So, <laughs> I forgot my question that fast. Dang, why are you not know for me? <laughs> <laughs> we're a team. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> that is what happens. Though, uh, it's probably my allergies, to be honest. So, how did, how did Trap Art get to LA? That's all. How did that end up happening? Just networking, uh, communicating. Yeah, I mean, I think um, a lot of people who came to Trap Art, like, from L.A., like, you know, a lot of a lot of people who come to Trap Art be, like, it'd be, since there's a lot of people moving out here. Mm-hmm. They're from everywhere. They're from, even the black people, though, like, right. like, just, like it's, you see a lot of people from, like, the South moving out mm-hmm. here. I be feeling like, you know, uh, even my grandparents, they moved uh, to Oakland. I feel like a lot of black people grandparents moved mm-hmm. to Oakland back right. when they was like when the war was going on and I feel like that's happening like again. that like with this whole tech thing it you it, it's I mean obviously there's bad but it, you see like okay but a lot of a lot of us is coming out here it's too. It's like a gold rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everybody coming so I just feel like with that like like yeah, like I said, people come from the south. I mean, LA is so close. Right. Like obviously, people come from LA, and then or people who live in the Bay move to LA. So it's it was so close. I right. feel like it was always it was it was like easy to do. Um, and then we just contacted the venue and, and got out we there. Did it. We were just like, let's do it. Let's just do it. And at first, we were like, well, is it going to be the same? Like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's LA. I mean, we know people, but we don't. I mean, we're from here, yeah. so we you know we know people here, mm-hmm. but but there you know we kind of know we know some people that kind of move there and live there, and but it was great. I mean, we were it was a really good turnout when we did it the first time, and like the people were just so cool. Like just the crowd was amazing, and just the the way that we were received. So um, we're excited to go back. We'll be back next month nice. in LA. Yeah, that's what's up. I that's think it's great. important to like bring some up us to Southern California, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, they bring themselves to us. Right, 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 right. So. I was just about to say that. I was I was like, I'm glad it turned out cool because people who aren't from California tend to think that all of California it's is the LA. same. Yeah. And it's really not. No. Like, it's a totally different culture from L.A., Compared to the Bay Area, Almost, so mm-hmm. it's it's like you never know like what you're gonna. I remember my first time in LA. I was like, and I was a teenager, hyphy ass East Oakland kid. So I was like, <laughs> nah, like yeah, what is yeah, this? Yeah. But going back as an adult, it's a lot different. It is. So yeah, it's a you, it's a lot we, more. We lived in LA. Yeah, we lived in LA. Yeah, we lived in LA. We lived in LA. We, so. I mean, because we both we both so we both. She went to Cal. We, I played football at Cal, and then after after that. I went to LA trying to trying to be a music mogul, uh-huh. trying to be, and it's like it was living in LA, interning out there for like a year. So yeah, we was out there, and yeah, like you said, I just was like out in LA, like man, <laughs> I hated it out here. I hated it out right. there. I was really getting humbled out there, and you know, I, I it was it was a it was a it was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. But for now sure. it's like when we went to LA, like we loved it, right. you know, yeah, it was like exactly. a totally different experience. Yeah. I mean, we, we yeah, had a exactly. great time when we went to LA, like we're excited to go back. But when we lived there, it was different. we were like, no, let's just go. We like literally made a decision. We were eating at a diner one day and we're like, let's just go back home. Like, let's get a U-Haul and just go back home. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> and I don't care what they say. Hella came from up here, bro. They didn't For sure it. Who, said, who, who said, said that? It, it was this thing on Twitter. You know, everything be on Twitter. 
And they were listing like stuff that different areas say. So there was like this from New York, this from New York, this from New York. And then somebody retweeted it with like all the LA stuff and they put hello on there. No way. And I'm like, bro, that Definitely did not, not come not. from no, LA. No, no. Like y'all tripping. When I first got to college, I went to Cal State East Bay. When I first got to college and when people, when I used to say hello around people, people would be like, oh, you from the Bay. Like just because I say it, SoCal people would say like, yeah, oh, you from sure. the Bay. That's the same thing they yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know where they came up with right. that from. They used to, they used to think it was weird. Know. They used to think hell was a weird word. They, they just talk about cuz and stuff. Right. Like that. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what oh. they do. Cuz and blood. Like, y'all keep y'all bumped in. Like, I don't want that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want that up here. Yo, what's good, everybody? I'm Kari. And this is Daylight, and you're listening to The Bridge, where we give you the culture and the sports every week. From a barrier's perspective. Cheers, y'all. So, we're going to transition a little bit and start asking y'all just other questions besides. So, y'all said y'all were San Francisco 49ers fans. Yeah, yes. definitely. So, we all, see, y'all only heard the Waikiki. <laughs> I am outnumbered. <laughs> but our listeners know that I'm like super... Yeah. Oakland, like everything. Right. I'm not a Las Vegas Raider fan. (laughs) Actually, if y'all really want to know, I cried on our podcast about the Raiders. And this was was before they even it was was episode five. I remember. (laughs) I remember that one. It was like Um, when they were first talking about moving. Like first first, like they wasn't even like it wasn't out official. of the door. Yeah. No, like they was just literally just thought of it broke her yeah. heart. <laughs> I was like in <laughs> tears. But like, can y'all explain that to listeners? Because like I said, if y'all go back to our we we really be going back and forth about this. So, what? How how did Oakland people become San San Francisco 49ers? Oh uh, well, well, the first year I started watching football was 1994. Mm-hmm. So I was seven years or yeah, seven I think. Um, and yeah, Raiders was in LA. You know how they do. They they don't stay in Oakland. So right. they were in LA. Um, and so the first year I'm watching football. That's the year Dion was out here. That's the year they won the Super Bowl. So I'm a I'm. Close to and my my stepdad, he 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 was a vendor, so he works at all the Niner games. He's vending at the Niner games, so you know I'm I'm a, I'm coming home. You I'm, had the I'm, gear, and yeah. I'm the gear. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Deion Sanders. Like, come on now. So I'm I'm a Niner fan. I'm a Niner fan. Nothing like, wrong with that. Say it proudly. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, See, now you be a butt, but when it just be us two, it don't be he don't be that hypey. Hey, I don't. It's you know you pick and choose your battles. And then I'll be completely honest. Like I did not watch football or sports at all until about like what like six years ago, probably. Yeah, like six years ago. Like I just was super girly. Like I did not know anything about anything. Like I could not tell you what a first down was. I didn't know anything. <laughs> And then I started watching football with him, um, and he's a Niners fan. And then I really like football. It's right. like my favorite sport now. Like I love watching football. Like I have a fantasy football league. I am the commissioner. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, yeah. she need deep. Like, right, yeah. yeah. Like I'm into it, you know. So like I watch games that aren't Niner games. Like I love football now. And so um, I mean, it's natural if your husband's a Niner fan, you're gonna be a Niner fan. And then I had my stepdad is actually from San Francisco. My mom is from Oakland, and my stepdad's from San Francisco. Um, but when I was growing up, he actually had season tickets to both. Like he he just was like whatever. He was a Bay Area fan. So, um, but I had these really cool little Niners football slippers that I've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I found those like after we were already together, and I was like, see, I must have already yeah, always I've been wearing these yeah. slippers. <laughs> ha, yeah, and, like, hey, right. <laughs> 
And so, you know, I just, I'm a faithful now. So that's, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. That's what's up. You didn't have to do all that. <laughs> look, look, I'm just, first of all, see, this is what I'm saying. When I first started this show, the show is called The oh, Bridge. Our podcast is called The Bridge. You feel me? It's about building bridges. I don't understand how this topic she loves to bring up obviously brings divide. <laughs> between us, you know I know what I'm it's always the Raider fans I, that do that. Look, look, it is. Up, I, look, I, mean, look. A, I like the Raiders. I, I want the Raiders to That's win. That's how I was. I was when 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 I'm a little. But yeah, tell the truth, I do not hate. Like it's simply a, it's a, it's a rivalry song. thing because I would I have said amazing things. I'm a Harbaugh fan, like because okay. I like sports in general. Mm, yeah. So I would never hate on Harbaugh, and he knows that. Like right. I like Patrick Willis was one of my favorite players. I yes. watched his retirement press conference because okay. I was like, I love Patrick Willis. Yeah, okay. I'm not a okay, 49er okay, okay. fan. No, 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 What you do is you just take shots. I, I don't do. take no shots hey, at the Raiders. But okay, if Mark Jackson could take shots, like let you live. <laughs> nah, nah, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson had a reason. Yeah, like, exactly. They fired him. Like, come on, they fired him and won the championship the next year. Right. It was hot. Speaking of Mark Jackson, like, what do y'all think about the Warriors right now and their future moving to San Francisco? Uh yeah, I mean of course we, we of course we don't want them to move. Um, but I'm glad they winning right now so that Oakland could experience it. But yeah, that move it's like I'm not even thinking about it honestly because it's just I'm just thinking about right now and then I guess when they move over there I, I don't even know what to feel. I don't even know how I feel. But it, I mean the arena is right right down. We the live street. right by it. We were saying like we've been to a lot of Warriors games and not this season. This season we haven't been to any actually, but. Um, in the past years, you know, we've been to games and we're like, it's literally go down 73rd. Like we live right there. It's easy. Um, I don't feel like I'm going to go to San Francisco. Nah, I just right. don't feel like I'm exactly. going to do that. It seems yeah. super inconvenient and super intense for no reason. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. I understand that. Cause like when I used to go to the games when back in the day, I lived on 82nd East 14th. So I was super close as well. Yeah. Like take the back San Leandro Boulevard, be right around right here, there. Right. Like, so it was super close and it's definitely kind of heartbreaking. And that weak ass oh, groundbreaking ceremony they had. I don't know if y'all saw that with the Cirque du Soleil nah, dancers. No, I didn't. Dressed as construction workers. Is that oh, for no. San Francisco? <laughs> yes. No, I didn't, I didn't see I missed that one. That sounds like a Mesdonia <laughs> when I say Cirque du Soleil <laughs> dancers dressed as construction workers. Yeah. That sounds like some like YMCA went bad type stuff. Yeah, like, what's nah, going on? It'll be missed though. Yeah. yeah, but I'm glad we got to experience that. Yeah. I mean, that parade was awesome. Um, for sure, yes. and it was it was a great experience for Oakland. It just felt really cool, um, you know, being there and just seeing all the people and the yeah. energy and everything. It was it was super dope. So I'm glad we at least got to experience that. Cool. Yeah. And maybe we will this year, but I don't know. It'll never be like the first time anyway. So yeah, that's what's up. No, I'm good. I was just about to say, hey, I I don't um. I don't like the move, but I understand the move. So it's kind of hard to like, cause we live here, so we got a different feeling. He don't care. Joe Lacob and they ain't never they don't yeah. care about the people of Oakland. Just how Mark Davis don't care about the people. Mark they Davis care about- don't care about his health. So it's hard for or him. Hair. Or his hair. Oh, I was just about to say that. Or his hair. Right. Oh my goodness. Mind what kind you, he of cut travels is that? about five hours for that haircut. Oh, he goes to like Palm Springs or something to get his hair. He got the dumb and dumber. The yes. dumb and dumber. <laughs> Mind yeah. you, and he has the old school Nokia phone. Oh, oh he's, yeah. a he's a he's a lunatic. He's a like, character. Raiders are owned by a crazy snake. person. <laughs> that is not uh yes. fly. No. So back to trap art. So what do you guys have planned, you know? 
for the upcoming spring, summer, besides when you guys came out with a magazine? So yeah. is there be I know obviously gonna be more trap bar shows, but just... Yeah, we have um were you gonna talk, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have um another runway show coming up in June. Um, this time we have 11 designers, Ooh, so right. put on a nice production again, add, you know, just kind of work out the kinks from the first time and make it more amazing. Um, volume four of the magazine will be coming out, um, in the summer. We're doing Trap Art Atlanta, um, and we are also going to be doing Trap Art Houston. So Ooh. we just, just working out the details with that today, but. Yeah, so Trapper Houston, and then we just gonna try to keep going to different cities, right? Right. Um, like Palooza. <laughs> yeah, we, we trying to. I heard of them too. Yeah. But yeah, we just gonna try to go to different cities. Um, and just keep on, keep on working. That's that's one thing that um, I feel like we starting to get in our stride, and we really um, appreciate and working hard. Right. And that's something that we just trying to do. Um, is just work hard because. You know, we trying to be the best, so we gotta work hard. That's the only way you could do it is work hard, and, and that's that's what we trying to do. Just keep working. That's right. what's up. I actually, I remember my question. <laughs> How do you guys connect with the artists? So is it usually a process of them reaching out to you, or a mixture of both? It's a Always, combo. Yeah. It's a combo. Yeah. Has yeah. it changed since you guys first started? Yes. When we first started, I feel like we were reaching out to them more. Yeah, and I mean, there were some people we yeah. knew that, like, you know, that we asked that I said that it asked us to showcase, but that was literally like two people. And right. then in the <laughs> beginning, we were like, Instagram's amazing for that. I mean, just you know, seeing people's art and be like, hey, you want to come show your art? Um, and we still do that. Like, if, yeah, no, if, we still, if we still not he does all the Instagram stuff, I don't do that. But if if he sees someone that he thinks is dope, like he'll for sure DM them or comment on them. Yeah, no, we still hitting people up even yeah, even always. if we're getting bigger. Like, no, we're still we're still gonna hit. If yeah, we think you're still, dope and yeah. we haven't connected with you yet, we will hit you basically. Yeah, no, we're not. Um, but we do get a lot of emails too, so it's just kind of a combination of both. Nice. Yeah. So how did oh just how did the chat art end up being like a team like was it always did you just start off as you two mm -hmm. and then yeah. now okay yeah that's amazing yeah, that's yeah amazing. it was just us at first and then just yeah different people kind of started just creating their own roles really we were, we never were like okay so now we need to find this person and this type right. of person it was just people would come and you know they added a value that we didn't have you know right. or they added something to the to the team that was dope and we just kind of all meshed together and like he was saying I think with the magazine and the fashion show um, planning, that really creates a team because it's not just events. Because right. with events, you know, it's like, okay, we, you know, we put the event together. Mm -hmm. We have like people that host it. Mm -hmm. We have a photographer and then we have the artist. But, you know, when you're actually doing stuff outside of just, you know, throwing an event, I feel like that's when you really can, like, people can really work and do different things. Right. Right. Nice. So, so now we're going to go into what's in our headphones. So we do this every time where we talk about what we've been listening to recently, what we've been feeling, what artists we've been feeling. Um, so we're going to start off with Jakari today. Uh, so I've been listening. We haven't recorded in a while, yeah. but I'm going to just stick to what I've really been listening to because I've been listening <laughs> I was to say, a we lot. Don't that <laughs> yeah, right. Well, honestly, I've been listening to um, Joey Badass's new album. I really like Joey Badass. Uh, All American Badass is the name of his album. It's really good. It's an important album. He's young, too. He's uh, Joey Bass, like 21, 22. And it's just talking about, like, you know, being a young black man in America. And um, my other other album I've been listening to is also Kendrick. So yeah. Kendrick's the greatest of all time to me, just me personally. <laughs> like I was saying, if anybody has a problem with that, you know, <laughs> they can debate, debate me on my podcast. But um, 
Yeah, so Kendrick and Kendrick uh, album is called Damn. It's amazing. This is an album I didn't think Kendrick was going to... Well, not I didn't think he was going to be able to make. I wasn't sure he was could was capable of making an album. And this is why I think he's the greatest is just because he's came out with three albums and all three of them has just been told. I thought told, he had four albums. Well, for the he don't count. Like, he don't, they don't count Section 80. Oh. Or the Untitled Unmastered. That was oh. just like extra yeah. songs from To Pimp a Butterfly. But just three different albums... And three necessary albums that are just, you know, classics to me. It's just me personally. You know, music is all about perspective. So everybody has a different perspective. But, and I know it's kind of me saying, it's crazy me calling him the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you got Jay-Z and Eminem and all these other people. But until, like, you start mentioning. That's such a loaded discussion. (laughs) Right. Until you start mentioning um, these new guys with those older guys, they're never going to be able to get in, you know? So just saying, like, oh, Kendrick... Maybe should be in the conversation. No, nah, I'm just he, say, he, he earned yeah. it. I mean, you just look at when he put out an album, everybody right. talking about it. So right. I think he earned he earned that for right. sure. Right. You said they could do what if they disagree with you? Oh, debate me on my podcast. I thought we was building bridges. <laughs> no, that's different. You, know, you got sometimes you got to educate. <laughs> sometimes you got to educate. Okay, but so yeah, you guys I love build dicks with your. I. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've been listening to Kendrick too. Um, I've also still listening to Future, still listening to Hendrix. Um, Hendrix is the best album he ever made. Yeah, definitely still listening to Hendrix. And then I've been on this workout regimen, um, daily, pretty much, well, four to five days a week. And so I listen to like a lot of random stuff when I'm working out. So, um, like. Drake, Too Short, Yin Yang Twins, <laughs> <Yang> Twins. <laughs> like, all kind of stuff. Right. Um, but that's usually what I listen to. And then, not gonna lie, definitely digging Moana. The Moana. The Moana. <laughs> that was a great movie. And Sing. <laughs> yeah, and Sing. Moana yeah, and Sing. Check Sing out. <laughs> definitely Moana and Sing's songs we've we've heard thousands thousands of times. times. So I know <laughs> that's them such by a heart. Parent, uh, <laughs> So I know them by heart, but but yeah, I think those are those are my answers. Yeah, I would say like yeah, the Kendrick came out, so I was listening to that. But Future, I did yeah, that Future, uh, the Hendrix, that's my favorite. Like, that's my favorite. I like that over the Kendrick. I like that. I mean, that's just my favorite. Right. Like, I don't know why. I just like the vibe. I just like the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah, I just, just like the vibe. A, it sets sound. a tone. Yeah, like, it's yeah, just it like get a... me motivated. It get me ready to go. Right. So I'm, I like the Future. Okay, so it's on me. I am the only person in the world that has not heard Kendrick's album yet. So uh, fortunate. I like to listen. Curry, though, like, I take my time with stuff just because I'm like, I'm going to listen to it when I want to listen to it. Like, I'm not going to let y'all hype me into <laughs> listening to something. Um, but what I've really been listening to is After Hours by Mac Wilds. Mm, mm, that is a legit R&B album. Mm, like, and do I was, for the wire, Yes. Right? This yeah. is his second studio album, and... The growth between his first album it's, and this album is really crazy. Nice. And just him doing 50 million TV shows and have finding time to actually make this album. And then when you hear it, it's like, damn, like, bro, where did you find the time to put this together? Like, that's really what I have been steadily listening to since it came out as far as new stuff. Um, I would suggest, like, y'all listen. Yeah. If you like, if you like, uh, it's, grown. it's like, yeah. it's like, cause Mac, Al, Mac Wild's first album was the New York Love Story. And it was, and it was more like, yeah, York. it was a tribute to New York. And it was way more like teenage ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like, grown. This, it's grown, but also his, like, he's really grown as an artist. Like, right. his songwriting, his vocals, like, you can right. tell he's really been right. doing some vocal right. training. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially when you listen to the two albums compared together, like it was like, damn, like this is a really good album. He sampled Stingy 
And we had a conversation about how younger artists are starting to sample genuine, which is making me feel old. Because oh. Kaylani also sampled genuine, and I was I like, okay. Uh, but yeah, though no, his his stingy uh, sample is great, though. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Kaylani, I've also still been listening to her stuff, but I also listen to a lot of random stuff. Like I'll have days mm-hmm. where I just go back to like the nine nine and it's a thousand, mm-hmm. like, or I go back to high school and I'm just listening to like. The other day I was listening to Ride or Die by oh, Go Dad. Yes, <laughs> and then I was listening to No Life. I got yeah. graves. Like, if yes. I have a moment where I'm just listening to like Hella That Music and just like, damn, this was some like legit yeah, yeah. stuff. Play that now. Kids be looking at you like, what's going on? What are you listening to? Like, what is, what is this? <laughs> yeah. no, I listen but, to Kodak too. I like Kodak. Uh, Kodak? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, Kodak, his friend was trying to like really sell us on Kodak one night. We were in the car and he was like, no, at least we listen it. And we were just like, okay. Like, I mean, I like that single he got out. Uh, it's the catchy. Television. The one that's on the radio is on like. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. I don't even know what that is. It's okay. Yeah, Kari, okay. no, like, I'm kind of a granny. So, like, I, I really, when I be like, like, I can't get on like little, yeah, like, I can't. See, I like Lil Uzi though. Uzi Bird, I could do. I like Uzi a lot. Yadi, Yadi, I'm not quite like some of these people. I just be like, okay, go home, <laughs> kid. Like, right? People talk about their new pack. I'm not gonna Who mention said that? Troy, yeah. Troy, oh, yes, Troy, yeah, in the most okay. struggling Breakfast Club interview you will ever see in your life. <laughs> if you it. dare to watch it, I haven't finished it, but I, I, t- I was texting Cardi like I can barely get through the first ten minutes because <laughs> I wanted to get to the new pack part. I saw the clip. I was like, yeah, this is a struggle. That we can't give him too much light. I watch uh, <laughs> no. I watch this new show called uh, Everyday Struggle. It's with um, Joe Budden and you don't know who DJ Academics is the yes. dude who just posts. He's this dude. He posts all these videos. So it's DJ Academics and Joe Budden. That's and they funny. Got a show. Joe Budden is on a show with right. struggle in the yeah. title. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I love Joe Budden. Please don't do that. Uh, but Joe. Uh, so they got this show every day on Complex, right? And this is why this like building platforms is amazing because DJ Academics built his own platform, even though he just gossips and you feel me, he still built up his own profit platform. But what I was getting to is that they have a show every morning. I was watching it this morning on YouTube, and um, they were just talking about Troy Ave, and I was like, it's why do people waste time? Like they waste like twenty <laughs> minutes, like just talking about Troy Ave. Troy Ave gonna see this, be mad at you. He nah. gonna, he, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you can come. Listen, say what he got to say. I watched the interview and I was like more scared of my nephew than I was from Troy Ave. Like if it was anything I got from the interview, it was like you on some rap come beef. All <laughs> right, came rap beef. Can't mess with Troy. But yeah. um, like like uh, Dela was saying earlier, you guys were really on like the top of yeah. our oh, wish list. So yeah, we really appreciate you know you coming through. Um, and you know, getting on our podcast because we feel like it's important. You know, the reason why we started a podcast is because you know, in all these other different cities that you go to or that you see, especially mainly New York and mm-hmm. Atlanta or LA included, you know, they have these platforms for yeah. people to promote or to you know yeah. share their stories or like you know, the Breakfast Club yeah. or Hot Nine Seven or, or, or Big like Boy that. in the Morning. Like we kind of lost that when. You know, I don't like when Sway Sway not here yeah. no more. Right. Chewy, like stop Chewy, working. Yeah, not so. at one hundred and six. You know, it's a different yeah. vibe out here yeah. now. So yeah, I like I like I like what y'all got going. I think y'all got something going. Yeah. You know, yeah, so definitely that, I heard the the Waikiki one. I'm like, oh yeah, they. You know, it, it was dope. It was a dope conversation. Thank so. you. Shout out to Waikiki too. She was really Kiara though. Yeah, that's yes. crazy. I work with 
I asked the first thing. It's crazy that people call her Waikiki because that's what I called her, and she told me that wasn't her name. So. <laughs> that's, what, that's what her mom says. Right. Like if you meet her and you call her Waikiki <laughs> in front of her mom, that's not her name. Right. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, kid. That's hilarious. Yeah, shout out to her and Victor Sanders. Yeah, definitely also yeah, Vic. Yeah, yep. run the world. Yes, yeah, definitely run the world. And we all gotta push. You know, we yeah. all gotta push. We all, we all push each other and be the best. We gotta yeah. be the best. So we have to because you know. the Bay got so much talent for sure. Does. And so we people get so much from the Bay too. Like when you use like out, Drake, mm-hmm. you a know, I was just mentioning Drake as one of the people. You know, people, people use a lot from our culture, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes we don't get the platform or we don't get the light. So. It's cool to have all of these. Yeah, we got to make it. Yeah, we got to make it. You know, you've got to make the platform. Right. So that's what we're going to do. That's what exactly. y'all doing. Yeah, keep so, going for sure. If you haven't been to Trap Art, get to Trap Art. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I've been twice. Um, I should have went to I tried to go to the fashion show, but I couldn't. Um, but get there. Uh, it's really fun. It's like if you want to party, go party because you can party if you want to, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> but if you want to go experience some other things, you can too. And that's what yeah. I love about it because I don't really like amazing, to party. I'm not like sure. a, a party, party guy. So, but being able to just relax and chill and observe other people who, you know, trying to put on for themselves. I so remember my first time at Trap Bar, I saw some Dragon Ball Z art and I was like, I'm definitely coming back here because <laughs> <laughs> I love Dragon Ball Z. So I was like, I'm hooked. Um, so where can they find Trap Art if anybody wants to find out more information about it? What's your social website? I, so we're on Instagram. It's just TrapXArt. Um, website is TrapXArt.com. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Trap Art on Instagram. You'll see a bunch of stuff. Um, and we have... We have a Facebook page. We have, we're, we're bad at yeah, that one. And we have a Twitter. We're bad at that too. Just yeah. Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Instagram. Instagram and website. Stick with the visuals. Instagram and the website. The website has right. a lot of cool content. It has... Um, has a lot of uh, so Trap Art TV's uh, quickly just something that um, his cousin uh, yeah. Bia started doing and it's basically interviews with artists that are on he's starting a YouTube channel but they're all on the website right now so there's just like a bunch of live interviews and um, we have photo albums and we have video recaps and a whole bunch of stuff on the website. Nice. That's what's up. So for sure, everybody. And you can order the magazine. Right. <laughs> order that magazine. Go to the show. Support Trap Art. They're doing amazing things out here. Again, we do appreciate you guys coming. For sure, check them out. All the events are crazy. It's also a good networking opportunity. So right. get out there and support. Right. Anything else, Kari? Nah, I think that will be all. Uh, we sorry for the little hiatus, but, you know, we got personal <laughs> lives, too. <laughs> so, you know... You know, bear with us, but I think we're about to hit a little stride right now. We got a yes. couple of things lined up. So. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, appreciate the bridge. You. We need we need the bridge. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Right, yes. we do yeah. need it. Right. So, uh, yeah, please, you know, check this out. Check out everything else. We appreciate you if you're still listening. Um, yeah, build bridges, not walls. Yep. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, K Dot's the best rapper ever. Go <laughs> 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 Niners. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope.